0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you listen to this podcast, we welcome you to the genius cast football is officially just around the corner a week from tonight we will be starting week one the football season begins with the bears the packers they kick it off for week one starting to look at the week one matchups and i'm getting more and more excited but again we have we have one more weekend to go this is a very important weekend for drafts to happen this is the most important weekend because this is where a lot of drafts very busy weekend probably the busiest weekend for drafts everybody likes to get, get their drafts after all this stuff happens so what can we look for? We got our top 150 players out there. We got our rankings. We have the um, the draft kit. We got plenty of stuff out there that can help you for your draft. If you've not drafted yet, check us out on our website www.fantasyfootballgenius.com. If you've not followed us over on Instagram, we are at fantasy football underscore genius underscore. On Twitter, we are at fantasy fan genius. Can't wait for the season to start. This this is going to be a great. Great week upcoming here. We're going to start looking more and more into the week one this matchups. Going to have our premium articles start uh, starting to put onto the site early next week. Can't wait. So let's go ahead and jump right on into today's podcast and talk about some, some interesting stuff that I think can kind of help you with your drafts uh, if, if you have a draft coming up this upcoming weekend. First off, we're going to start out talking about just my super bold calls for the 2019 season. Yes, I may have some of these players higher or lower ranked in my rankings, but these are super bold calls. These are po- these are calls that I think if the if everything lines up for them, if everything doesn't line up for them, these things can happen. So, of course, I may have them a little higher in my rankings than where I'm putting them here, but I think there's a very good possibility that, that these top 10 things do happen. And I'm going to throw an extra one in there just for, your, for good measurements. Just kind of some things that the players I'm higher on, players I'm not higher on. I'm calling them my, my super bold calls for the 2019 football season. We'll also talk about the Melvin Gordon and Ezekiel Elliott news. Anything different happened with either one of those players? What about the Kenyon Drake rumors about possibly getting traded to the Houston Texans? We'll talk about that. Talk about some draft strategies, depending on where you're drafting. I get a lot of questions on uh, what to do if I have this spot, what to do if I have that spot. So I'm going to break down in, 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 in thirds of the top third, middle third, and, and last third on what I'm doing in my positions, um, where, where I'm drafting at, what I'm kind of looking at. And now uh, closing thoughts with a few different things. So let's go on ahead and jump right in. To the podcast and talk about some super bold calls for 2019. Let's start off with first Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he's a stud. Yes, he had video game numbers in 2018. 2019 is a new season. I think he's going to regress a little bit only because he's not going to be able to put those monster numbers. Yes, he's going to be a solid player. Yes, he's going to probably lead a lot of teams to championships. But my strategy doesn't ever have me on Mahomes. I'm going to take the the, 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 uh, the other quarterbacks and, and take them later in drafts. I think Patrick Mahomes finishes outside of the top four to five quarterbacks in fantasy. And no, it will not be due to injury. If everything lines up the way I think it possibly can for Mahomes, for the other quarterbacks in this league, I think we could see Aaron Rodgers. I think we can see Deshaun Watson. I think we can see... Matt Ryan. I think we can even see Baker Mayfield top Mahomes in fantasy this year. Yes, I have Mahomes as my number two overall ranked quarterback, but I think if those other quarterbacks can do what they're supposed to do and kind of stay healthy and the the new weapons and the old weapons can do what they're supposed to do, Patrick Mahomes can find himself uh, falling down that leaderboard. And those players that took him h- higher in the leagues than the other, f- the other four quarterbacks are, I think they're going to they're gonna suffer as as moves on because you can get better players. If you're not taking Mahomes in the second or third round, this is exactly why I like to take my first five, six picks and go running back and wide receivers to make sure I feel that depth at those positions. But, but yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump right out the gate. Patrick Mahomes finished outside the top four to five quarterbacks, and he's going to fall behind Rodgers, Watson, Ryan, and possibly even Baker Mayfield. Number two, Justice Hill for the Baltimore Ravens will push Mark Ingram for snaps this season. Absolutely loved what I've seen from him in this preseason. I think Justice Hill has had a solid camp, has had a solid preseason. We've seen this guy absolutely truck people in the field. Breaking tackle after tackle. I really like what I see in, in, in him for the offense. I think the Bravens are going to want to see him on the field more often. Yes, Ingram is the starter there in Baltimore. But if you're in the leagues, keep an eye on and maybe even draft if you have a lottery ticket spot, that you have a spot you can have on your rosters. Just as he'll the player that I think can, can, can possibly make some noise in 2019. Absolutely love what I've seen from him in training camp and in preseason. Number three, Matt Breda will finish inside the top 20 to 25 running backs. News of Jarek McKinnon um, suffering a setback with his knee injury hate to see it for him, but I love to see it for Breda. I thought Breda was a player that we can maybe look at as, as a deep sleeper, even with Jarek McKinnon. Now that we see McKinnon may not even play this year, and if he is going to play, he's going to miss probably some time because the setback doesn't sound like it's a very promising setback that we're having here. If that's the case, I absolutely love Breda as a sleeper. He might be one of my, my favorite sleepers in Fanny this year. In best ball formats, I'm grab, trying to grab as many shares as I can. Um, his, his ADP is starting to move up in those kind of formats, but I absolutely love Breda. I think he has a chance of finishing time top 20 most likely probably top 25 running backs that means for me it's going to be a top 15 for coleman top 25 for brada and we know the shanahan's offense can handle two running backs to dominate in that offense number four leonard fournette isn't only going to be a candidate for a bounce back player but he may push for top five running back this year, especially if we see Melvin Gordon and uh, Ezekiel Elliott sit out. I think Leonard Fournette is going to be a beast in this new offense. They're going to want to get him the ball, and not only to run th- th- on the ground, but they're also going to want to get him involved in the passing. I think Nick Foles is the upgraded quarterback. I think their defense is going to be a little better than it was last year. Fournette staying healthy. If he can stay healthy like, the, like I think he can this year, Bounce back, nothing. I'm talking about a top five finish for Fournette for the Jaguars in fantasy this year. And for someone that you can get late second, early third, fantastic value for a player like Fournette. We know he can be there. He's been there in the past being one of the the better running backs in football. Why not uh, have him back to, up there at to the top as, as, as he was once there um, before injuries started to happen? Speaking of injuries, Will Fuller of the Houston Texans. If this kid can stay healthy for a full season, I absolutely love what he can do on the football field. He has a great chemistry with Watson. Um, I think there's a possibility of a top 20 finish here for for Fuller if he can stay healthy. And I think he is going to stay healthy this year. I think the the Houston Texans are a very interesting team. This is why I have Watson as my number one overall quarterback this year in fantasy. I think Watson is going to have a fantastic year with Fuller with um, Hopkins, with Duke Johnson. Maybe they get a, a trade. And, um, there's rumors out there about different trades. I think Washington in for a monster year, and I think a lot of that's going to do with Fuller. I think Fuller can finish in the top 20 of wide receivers if he can stay healthy, which I think he does in 2019. If you're following along, falling along with the, the hard knocks on, on HBO, uh, I'm sorry, on HBO. You're realizing that Darren Waller is a player that I think a lot of people are, are keeping an eye on. He looks the part. He, he looks like a tight end. Looks like a stud tight end. Had some issues off the field. Looks, sounds like he's gotten it figured out there. I think he has a chance to finish as a just outside of the tight end one um, of uh, tight end ones. I think he's a player that we can see in the future moving forward. This is a player we might want to look at. He's definitely a player I'm keeping an eye on and, and trying to steal him late in drafts. And like I said, I think he's going to finish just outside tight end one which means he's not going to be a startable tight end for me unless you're playing in double tight ends or you're playing in uh, tight end heavy leagues. So Waller, for me, is really uh, not really a start of this year, but I think moving forward we can see that this kid does have the talent to make it in this league. I do like Waller as a deep sleeper, maybe finishing just outside tight end one um, groups. Le'Veon Bell is going to finish outside of being considered an RB1 on your team. That means he's not going to be a top 12 running back. I think Bell's going to struggle in New York. I think New York is going to – I mean, he's going to realize that New York is not the same team he saw in Pittsburgh. Uh, his new quarterback is not um, Mr. Ben Roethlisberger. The offensive line is not Pittsburgh's offensive line. The coaching staff is not the coaching staff that he saw in Pittsburgh. The talent around him is not the same talent he saw in Pittsburgh. I think he's going to realize that Pittsburgh was a nice situation for him. Yes, Bell is a fantastic player. Not taking anything away from Bell, but he's missed an entire season of football. Going to a worse team, I think Bell's going to struggle this year. Yes, he's going to put up monster games. Yes, he's going to put up decent games, but as well as those good games and those those really good games he's also going to put some bad games up because of the talent around him i think he finishes outside the top 12 as running backs this year Jameis winston will finish ahead of some big name quarterbacks this year that start with b we're talking about big ben we're talking about brady we're talking about breeze i think winston finishes ahead of all of them in fantasy this year we know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a team that's going to have to pass the ball um, early, often, and all the time. They don't have a ground game. Their defense is bad. If they're going to contend this year, if they're going to stay in games, they're going to have to throw the ball. That's going to be on Winston's arm, right arm. He does have talent on the outside. And the good thing about Winston is we know where the ball is going. It's going to Godwin, it's going to Evans, and it's going to the tight end positions. James Winston finishes ahead of Brady, Breeze, and Big Ben this year in fantasy. DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel both are going to finish inside the top 25 of wide receivers. Absolutely love the upside of both players. If I'm, if I'm talking season-long fantasy, I love DJ Moore. I think he has a little more consistency than Samuel does. I think Samuel's going to have some huge monster games, but he's also going to have some duds. I don't know if Moore, Moore to me just seems like he's a little safer for season-long, but I absolutely love Samuel if you're playing the best ball format. I think there's chances we see him as the wide receiver one that current week off and on. But I think both players are going to finish inside the top 25 for wide receivers, which makes Cam Newton one of my favorite plays this year as well. Hopefully this injury that he had in the preseason isn't bad. It doesn't sound like it is. I absolutely love Cam Newton because of those two wide receivers there and, of course, Christian McCaffrey behind him. Antonio Brown, going back to the hard knocks. We haven't seen much of him actually on the field. We've seen a lot of him off the field. Antonio Brown's going to finish outside of the top 12, which means he's not going to be a wide receiver one in my book. I just same thing with Bell. I think he's going to a worse team, worse system, worse quarterback. Brown's gonna realize that he, he had a nice job. Yes, Brown is a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong. Again, these are Super Bowl calls. Some of them may hit, some of them may, may, may bomb. But I just think we're gonna start to see the regression from Brown. He's already talking about his feet, he's already talking about the helmet issue. What else is that we're going to hear about? Antonio Brown. We've known in the past. We've heard him. He he doesn't practice very well, but he shows up for games. Yes, that's his MO his entire career. Antonio Brown is a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong, but I just think he's not – where he's going to get drafted in fantasy leagues, I'm not going to have any shares of him. I think he's outside the top 12. He may even be outside the top 15 when all said is done with the other wide receivers that I'm high on this year. And one extra – I'm going to throw one extra one in there. Josh Gordon will be a top five wide receiver this year. Not only is he going to be the number one option in, in New England, and I'm starting to come off of my, I was very high on uh, the rookie there, Nikhil Harry. Um, I still do like Harry as a late, late sleeper, um, sleeper player, but my, obviously my number one option there in New, New England is going to be Josh Gordon. If he can stay on the, the field for an entire 16, we've seen what he can do in uh, during his time in Cleveland with, with a bad quarterback. Now he has the best quarterback ever to play the game. Tom Bray's is going to find ways to get the ball to Mr. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon is going to finish as a top five wide receiver in 2019. Those are my super bold calls. Love them, like them, hate them. Give me your opinions. Let me know what you think. Uh, hit me up on, on, on Instagram. Let me know some of your bold calls. Let me, let me know some of your super bold calls. Let's keep that chat going. But now let's move on over to the news of Melvin Gordon Ezekiel Elliott. Has anything changed with either of, either of them? seems like, um, from, from what we're hearing, is they're kind of switching. Some are thinking Gordon's going to play, and some are thinking Elliott's going to sit out longer. For a while there, it was Elliott playing maybe, and Gordon sitting out longer. Now it's kind of switched. I'm still in the boat that Melvin Gordon is still not going to be touched by me at the earliest in the third or fourth round. Um, but I'm starting to like him a little more and more, just because if, if you can take a shot on him and hit on it, Melvin Gordon... It's just going to help your team huge. Let's say he does play week one, week two for whatever reason. Maybe only this is a week or so. The value you're getting out of Melvin Gordon in the fourth round is phenomenal. I just don't know. And, again, it goes back to I still think Melvin Gordon is not going to play much this year. At the most, he's going to play in a half half a year. But now we're hearing beat reporters there in, in, in for the Chargers talking about he's going to make the roster. They're not going to keep him on the roster if they don't think he's going to play. Are they getting close to a deal? We don't know that exactly right now. Same thing with Elliott. The deal's been on the table that, that the Cowboys gave him. He doesn't want it. He wants to be one of the um, he wants to be paid the highest uh, cor- uh, running back. He deserves all that money. I think he's the best running back in football. I think the Cowboys need him in the locker room, but that doesn't mean the Cowboys are going to sign him. They like what they've seen in Tony Pollard. We've heard the owner come out, Jerry Jones, talking about Ezekiel. Who I think he's crazy saying something like that. I think they need Elliott if they're going to be a championship contender this year. But it does sound like Elliott may be taking this to the long haul. So my opinion, Gordon, third or fourth round, Elliott, I still think he's going to be there early this season. Maybe he misses a game or two. Um, I keep dropping him in my, in my uh, top 150. I still think he's going to be there, but I can't take him in the at least the top 10, 15 uh, players. There. I, I just can't do it. I, I think I may have to start looking at maybe dropping him to the lower half of the first round which kind of hurts me because I'm very high on Ezekiel. But right now I'm going to be taking, obviously, the top three. I'm likely going to be taking DJ, uh, DJ there. I'm taking the elite wide receivers there. And I may even take a Todd Gurley or a Joe Mixon ahead of him if, if we don't hear any news, just because I know they're going to be there stunt come week one. Kenyon Drake. We're hearing rumors about Drake possibly getting dealt to the Houston Texans. If that is the case, I absolutely love it. I think Drake would have a phenomenal year in my, in uh, in uh, Houston. That also opens up things for. Kalen Balage in Miami, I think it's, it, 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 for fantasy, it's great because you open up two running backs for a very thin position as it gets later in the drafts. I think Drake to Houston is a great move for both Houston and for Miami because they, uh, they can maybe get a pass rusher. It sounds like they're going to be looking to get that for Clowney. But then again, if for fantasy purposes, what we're looking for, it's going to open up two running backs that we can look at for fantasy. What to do if we have the first, uh, in the first few rounds of your draft, depending on where you're drafting at, getting a lot of questions about where, what to do in my drafts if I'm sitting at this spot, if I'm sitting at that spot. Do I go running back early? Do I go running back heavy? My ideal spot is right around the one through five pick. I think that's where you want to be at. Where you, In my strategy, if you have the first third of the picks, you're going to go running back, running back, wide receiver, in my opinion. Maybe even go running back, running back, running back, and then load up your wide receivers in the middle of the draft. That way you're going running back heavy and you're just making sure that you have a stud, especially if you have a flex. You can throw two running backs and a flex running backs in there. I just like the way that, that works out. If you're sitting at picks 6-8, through eight, that's kind of no man's land for me. I think you do have to go with one of the elite wide receivers. You have to go with a Devontae Adams or a DeAndre Hopkins or a Julio Jones. Go with the safety of that wide receiver and then come back and go running back. Running back, I've done some mocks. I've gotten some nice teams doing that route there, getting some nice running backs. Maybe you get a Fournette and then uh, later on you get like an Aaron Jones. I like that combination there for the picks 6-8. If you're sitting at the last part of the draft, 9 through 12, I think you go running back, wide receiver, running back in my opinion. For me, I'm going like a Todd Gurley in the first round. Maybe you go Juju in the second round, come back, and, and, and get another running back late in, the, um, in that third round as well. Those are the way I'm looking. So If I, if I have a top third, 1 through 5 pick in the first round, my, my strategy is going to be either running back, running back, wide receiver, or go running back, running back, running back. Middle third, I think you go wide receiver, running back, running back. And the last third, I think you go running back, wide receiver, running back. But I definitely think that you need to go running back with two of your first three picks. It's just the, the position gets very thin early. I've done some drafts where I've tried to go wide receiver with the first two picks, and my teams look absolutely horrible doing that. I've done it where I've done wide receiver and then fill up running backs later. I like those a lot. But I think anytime I do that, I like the, the two running backs with the first three picks. I like those teams much better than I do the other ways of doing that there. That'll do it for this podcast. Hope you guys had a fantastic day. Hopefully these uh, will help you. And if you like my S- S- Super Bowl calls, let me know. If you have your own Super Bowl calls, uh, let me know what those calls are as well. And if you have not followed us over on Instagram or Twitter, on Twitter we are at FansportsGenius. And Instagram we are @f- at FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore. Our website we are www.FantasyFootballGenius.com. We have our week one stuff ready to go. I'm going to have those articles out uh, early next week. Weekly packages, full season packages, DFS, uh, full uh, DFS or season long. We have what you guys need to make you a better player. And I'm excited about our mastermind chat. We have different options for that. We have the season, full season package. We have a monthly package and we have a weekly package. You have, you have me 24 hours a day. Um, I'll get back to you Monday through Friday between uh, within 24 hours on your questions. Saturdays by 10 p.m. That way you get your questions answered 100% of the time between Monday through Saturday. I'm not going to be able to do a lot on Instagram this year because i got to, I got to concentrate a lot more on our, on our paying customers, on our premium customers. So if you want questions answered 100% of the time, accurate, and have me in your back pocket. Sign up for our Mastermind chat this year. Your best bet is the monthly package, but we do have weekly and full season packages. That'll do it for today's podcast. Hope you have a fantastic day. If you're drafting this upcoming weekend, good luck. Let's dominate those leagues and bring home the trophies. Have a fantastic day.